Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Talk Mystical to Me podcast. I am Randina Marie. And I am Kaylee Alexa. And today, first of all, thank you so much for being here and yeah. for all your feedback on how much you love it. I know. It's so exciting. It is because we love to do this and we love to be here in this space, sharing our journey with you, knowing that we're all in this together. And, you know, the trials and tribulations we go through also help you so that you remember that you're not alone and that you do have spirit guides watching over you. And, you know, we all go through shit sometimes. So, yeah, (laughs) ain't that the truth? Today, our topic is where there is no vision, the people perish. Proverbs. I think it's 29.1. Do not quote me on that. You are asking the wrong girl. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So this, first of all, this, what do you call it? A parable? Something. Whatever it is. Prophecy. Just insight. Divine insight. Divine wisdom. Really stood out to me a long time ago because I realized I was living on autopilot and Mm. just in the fuckery of life Mm -hmm. and when I heard that I was like is that really true and then I thought about it and can you repeat it one more time where there is no vision the people perish okay I feel like we're in English class (laughs) like dissecting like what it means you know how it applies well think about it what we were talking about yesterday so Kaylee and I were having this conversation yesterday and we were like we should record this we were talking about mental health and different points in time when we've dealt with anxiety and what that was like and how we experienced it and how it came and every single time was definitely a spiritual upgrade. Yeah. And the point was if I didn't have a vision or an understanding of my life and my destiny and my purpose here on earth, I wouldn't understand my challenges and tribulations. Yeah. But because I have a vision, because I know what I want to experience in my life, because I have dreams, because I know my purpose, everything I've ever been through makes sense. Everything I'm going through now makes sense. Yeah. And that that quote came up again, where there is no vision, the people perish. And it's true. Even if you think of it on a scientific level, humans have to, we're builders, yeah. We have to have something to build. You know, how how exciting do you get when you have plans to look forward to? Or, you know, yeah. even creating a vision board, you know, anything like that. It's exciting and then you have something to do because our brains are designed to work. We're worker bees. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't have something, you just get stuck in the chaos of your yeah. life. Yeah, well, it gets bored. You, you create your own chaos, too. Like, I feel like when there's nothing going on in my life, I'm like, hmm, it's a little quiet here. Exactly. Let's make it loud. I think that's why we come into life, too, because it's like when everything is perfect and you're just in ah all day, every day, you kind of want to shake things up sometimes, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like coming into existence here is meant to grow and evolve you in pretty much every facet. experience that you have, every yeah. facet. And so it's not meant to be perfect or Mm-mm. monotonous or mundane, but it is how you look at the imperfect experiences or... Yeah, and sometimes you can get addicted to that toxic cycle, which is what I spent most of Especially my life in. Especially if you in. grew up seeing only toxicity. Yeah, because you it's a high and a low. So 
you get addicted to it. And then if things start to be quiet for too long, you're you're kind of on you're apprehensive, like, wait, what's gonna what's what's going on? What's gonna happen yeah. next? What's gonna go wrong? You know, you're like yeah. waiting for something to happen and then you attract it and manifest it. Yeah. So when you're living in survival, definitely is. I also feel like that can come too, because even yeah, growing up seeing toxicity, but also growing up being forced to be a goody two shoes, perfect, get good grades. Like you get your worth from achieving and sometimes it works you dry and it makes you wanna rebel a little bit and then you like meet a bad boy. That's why the bad boy trope is so attractive. Because they don't give a shit about yeah. anything. Yeah. And really, if you're attracted to bad boys, it's just an indication you have commitment issues yourself. So, Or you're a little bit of a bad girl. Yeah, you like it. It, it does keep things spicy. And yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's like quicksand. The style know? of I Taylor Swift in my head now. <laughs> you can't get stuck in it. And then you do yeah. come to a point in life when you're like done with the trauma it's and so drama. Painful. And you're yeah. ready for calm and real. And then you have to heal <laughs> the heart and the drama and the drama so that you can have the oh my real. my God, you're spinning bars right now. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to the anxiety thing. So I recently mm. was dealing with a, an extreme bout of anxiety, like panic attacks, anxiety, shutdown. Well, come to find out, A, I have a psychic who I love so much. He's House of Spirit. His name is Chris. He's incredible. He's amazing. I love him. Yes, I just love him so much. He's definitely soul family. So amazing. He gives you insight because when you're gifted, even when you're not gifted, everyone's gifted, by the way, especially women are very intuitive. Men are intuitive too. They just aren't as in tune with it because they're single-minded so their brains don't work the same way we do so when they're in the logic mind and they're they're just consistently in in earthbound they're disconnected but when they are more connected to their spirituality they they definitely are intuitive too i've met some very intuitive men. oh a lot yeah no my son is i I just feel too no one really speaks about men's intuition they only really acknowledge women's intuition and men are extremely intuitive too but they're just shut. They, they don't know it's intuition. They think it's just like a. Well, a I didn't know it was intuition. Whatever. Either. I didn't even know that's that that's what, what it was. Like, until if later. they don't know what it is. But it's easier for women, women to figure out it's women's intuition because it's blasted everywhere that yeah, we have this gift. Exactly. And men have it too because I've been with some intuitive yeah. motherfuckers. Well, they know just this. They know like we do. They know. We do. Within this, I'm like, like nothing can I get past them too. We're more in our emotion. Right, we're more feeling beings, yeah. so it's more apparent. Affects us on a body level, and they like and get like, it through a thought. Yeah, mental, and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, they and might if, get it through. And if they don't want to believe, too. yeah, I guess everybody's different. Everyone yeah. has different clairs, but if they don't want to believe it either, it's kind of like we're the same in exactly. that way. It's like, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the anxiety thing that was coming up, and you know, you. It taught me that I had to stay in the moment because I would get these fears out of nowhere and then come to find out that the bug repellent spray that I used caused hives in my body causes anxiety. So anxiety can be linked to a lot of things. Caffeine. Red 40. Yeah, red 40 causes anxiety. There's a lot of things that cause anxiety and people don't realize it. And I didn't realize it no. until I 
was researching why I was feeling the way that I was. Yeah. And I'm, your skin is the largest organ in your entire body and it doesn't go through a filtration system. So everything that you yeah. put on your skin goes straight into your bloodstream. It's like when you consume something, at least it goes through, you know, your liver and your kidneys and yeah. it, it kind of goes through a filtration system. But when you breathe things in straight into your bloodstream and when you spray things on your skin or rub things on your skin, it goes straight into your bloodstream. So it's a lot of times it passes the blood brain barrier. So that's what was happening with that I not only was breathing it in but I sprayed it all over me so it was causing bouts of anxiety but what I learned in that is to be in the moment to you have to come back you to the moment be anywhere else no you can't be anywhere else anxiety. I know Even the actual present moment is scary it, it, like you it feel is like you're dying right it's panic you're panicky and you feel like you're dying a lot of times you're going through a spiritual upgrade when that happens. And I didn't realize that it was a spiritual upgrade until later looking back. Well, do you think that it pushes you to have a spiritual upgrade because you're... Well, think about... Helpless. Scientifically, when you get sick. Yeah. Yeah, you're helpless. That's exactly. I mean. Like it pushes you to seek external... Like you have to pray at that point. Right. You can't do it on There's your own. nothing else you can do. Mm-hmm. Yes. When you get sick... Right, I saw this. I think it was on... I can't remember what documentary it was that I watched. I wish I could remember. It was talking about when you get sick, your cells, your subconscious mind is going to work to heal your body. So that's when a lot of times your genetic coding for the higher echelon mm-hmm. of, you know, um, exp- of human expression awakens. That makes sense. Right? And it's like that's when they can get in. That's why they call it a spiritual upgrade, you know, when, yeah. you, when you're going through a sickness or something yeah because the sickness itself is actually the last phase of healing you know we think oh my gosh i have a cold or you know these cells or whatever it is in my body like it's new yeah all of a sudden no that's the last that's just when it's surfacing and showing it's it's already in this phases of healing spooky yeah so creepy yeah So when I was dealing with that and the anxiety and having that experience, you know, because when when you ingest something and it causes anxiety, it attacks your nervous system. And when your nervous system is being attacked, it sends signals to your brain that it's Mm -hmm. under fire. It goes into survival. So that's why you panic and you start panicking about everything in your life. So if you're experiencing anxiety or any kind of mental imbalance, Check your diet. Make sure that you're not consuming anything that will cause that. Caffeine is number one to cause that. Yeah. And like red number 40, even blue, the blue dye. Yellow Any number six. Any synthetic dyes, cut that out. I'm glad that now, especially in California, they're banning those. So it's so amazing. In New York too, right? Yeah. I think so. I think you're the one Something, that told me that. And yeah. then I saw the confirmation of or that. Or pat- they're going through... Mm-hmm. whatever it is check your ingredients in your products and make sure that the products that you're putting on your skin are not attacking your nervous system because you'll cut down Which, the anxiety yeah, it's kind of hard nowadays well but it's not it impossible it isn't because you can shop at whole food places True. like people's they don't have anything with synthetics nothing so we, you could go there and just get straight aloe and put it on your skin you can get yeah, straight hemp oil true, and put true, it on true. your skin like I you don't need all saying. these yeah. body butters with all this shit in herbal it herbal remedies yeah, so there's a lot of things that you can do, and it's almost like all of that is forcing us to have to go back to this. Otherwise, we end up with, you know, yeah. life-threatening illnesses and whatever else. So check your ingredients, check your diet. If it's neither of those things, and you're just finding yourself really being in the fear state, you're either living too much in the future, 
or you're living too much in the past because yeah. future pacing, future tripping causes panic attacks and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And and your your future tripping based off your past experiences because mm-hmm. 80% of the systems that we're operating with are limiting and come from the past. So 80 to 95% of the thoughts that you were thinking yesterday, you're thinking again today. So you just want to make sure that you check yourself because your your point of power is in the moment. And if you are living in the past or living in the future, you, you're you creating a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what your destiny that's is, probably, you're not... Sorry, go, go ahead. No, I was going to say that's probably what the anxiety comes from yeah. too. It's like the fear of repeating the same thing over exactly. and over again. Exactly, that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And when you're living that way, you're, like I said, not only creating a self-fulfilling prophecy, you're also veering off your path, which will cause more... And you're disconnecting from your soul. Yeah. You're earthbound. When you're in survival mode, when you're earthbound, you are disconnected from your soul. All the messages that you receive when you're earthbound are not coming from source. They're not coming from God. They're coming from... They're not love and light. No, they're not love and light. They're coming from even what Abraham calls the spinoff of man's conscious thought. Mm-hmm. So I remember the last time I was dealing... Not this this point in time but the time before that when I was dealing with anxiety I had done DMT which I should not have done my intuition said not to do it and mm-hmm. I did it on anyway Halloween. on Halloween on a portal Halloween. day it was not only just Halloween it was the oh portal day God, it Pluto was 2020 was something it was it Halloween was 2020. 2020 should not have done that oh and not only that I did way too much that trip is only supposed to last you 15 minutes I was in it for a fucking hour a little over an hour because yes. I was in my room. She was timing me. I, I was in my room and like 20 minutes went by and I was like. <laughs> I was dying. And then 30 minutes went by and I was like. <laughs> and I know this and is like, then 45. Oh, like and, I, and then I literally was getting a hit. It was like, go yeah, get no, her. I couldn't breathe. Something isn't Something right. Something was wrong. And so I went up and then your friend was like, no, no, she's fine. She's I was And I was fine. like, I like looked over you and saw you in the You couldn't have pulled me room. out of it anyway. No, I know. Though. There was nothing I could have no. done. And I realized that. And I was just like, I'm just going to go pray real quick. See you later. Yeah. Yeah, it was the craziest experience of my life. And I had always wanted to do it because, you know, they're like DMT, the spirit molecule. It makes you have such a good, beautiful experience. And you see entities and they tell you things. I was like, I'm not, I have a party to go to tonight. I'm not harshing my mellow. I'm not doing it. Yeah, she knew not to do it. Yeah, I was like, she knew "Mm, not to do it. It obviously was a time I did it. And some people do have that very spiritual experience. That's why they say that. It's just that for me, I'd already done ayahuasca and I'd already had those experiences with those beings. So this time was about going into the underworld and it was a scary fucking place to go in. And I didn't think I was going to make it back out. And like I said, it's only supposed to last 15 minutes. It didn't. It was over an hour. And it was was like, I was scared too because I, I, I couldn't breathe and then you weren't the same after that no i went into a state of psychosis so this is why i do not recommend people to do dmt on their own yeah and and, i mean that's why i was because i knew not to it's not that i'm saying like oh you shouldn't have done it no you were called to do it i feel like you had to learn a deep lesson from that i was just like i was fucked up off ayahuasca when there's something guiding you there's shamans around i thought i was oh my god i just can't do it again yeah that was intense especially after everything that we had been through Mm -hmm. earlier that year plus i was having really bad panic attacks too throughout that whole year and I, i just knew my mental state wasn't in the right place at that time i couldn't do it i knew that i would 
they yeah, I'm I knew glad that you didn't do I knew it. that whatever I wouldn't was have in done that it. we realm wouldn't have done it at the same time. It's going to fuck with me. I I just Yeah, I that's what it. happened. That's I knew, really I knew what happened. It. it was like I would be what scared of life actual. <laughs> I literally yeah. saw the depths of hell. I saw the literal devil and everyone thinks it's a man. This devil was not a fucking man. And T <laughs> but it explained this is a thing though as much as it was terrifying and fucking fucked me up for a while i had to see addictions yeah. and how they cripple society how they cripple people and 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 how people get stuck in it so that i could not only help the ones who wanted help so that I myself could understand where even I had addictions. Like we can have addictions to shopping. Mm-hmm. You can have addictions oh, to yeah, we can. psychic readings. You can have addictions to food. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. anything that you feel uh, addictions you your, to social where media. You need an external fix to fulfill something internally exactly. that you feel lack of. Yep. That's an and everybody has it. Every yeah. single person has it. it. Unless you're five. conscious of it, right? I and own it. I was shown where my addictions were and what was jailing me. I was a hermit. I didn't like to go out. I didn't want to socialize with people. I was still recovering from ayahuasca. Like there was all these things that I was I was shown. So it was good in that. It was just very, very sad to see the underworld of like the child sex trafficking and, you know, all the things that I was shown and how everything we do is a trickle down effect to that. So even to the food that we consume and the animal industry and like everything. So it was just a lot. So after I came out of that, I was dealing with anxiety and panic attacks every single fucking day. And I couldn't believe what I had seen. I was like, wait, I was, I was so connected to the love and light and, and in this realm of spirit and God and how is there this underworld and it controls, you know, the 3d reality. And then Kaylee and I went to, um, She's fine. My dog is chewing. Oh, Rosie is right going now. to town. She's itching. <laughs> Rosie. Side plank style. You good? You all right? You okay? You okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Kaylee and off. I... Chicken we out, were trying boo. to figure it out. Even my kids were even worried for me at this point. We yeah, were We were like lot. trying to figure it out what, what it was. So we went to the bookstore, which is like our place that we go to because we love the bookstore and it's our self-realization fellowship it really is in addition to self-realization i think it was closed that day for sure uh so we went to the bookstore and there was a book on the table that was called outwitting the devil by napoleon hill oh yep Mm -hmm. if you have not read that book I 100% highly fucking recommend it. It is a must read, Mm -hmm. especially if you're doing the spiritual work, because as much as we like to spiritual bypass and stay in the high, you know, love and light. No, there's a whole fucking underworld that you have to face to transmute your own shadow or you're not going to be able to hold that love and light forever. Like you have to come to terms with the understanding of the yin yang. Right. Like it's meant yeah. it, it, you you have to understand the polarity and also be able to transmute where you're living in your shadow so that you can come into the full integration and use it as power. Because once those wounds are transmuted to wisdom, they become a piece of power for you. Yeah. So when we were in the bookstore and I saw this book, I just flipped open the page and it 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 just awoke awakened awakened me me. it woke me (laughs) the woke people (laughs) it it woke me up to 
wow, there really is this other reality. And you know what? You It's in the Bible and you hear it. And Joel Osteen even talks about it. When you're doing this spiritual work, there will be this force that tries to take you down. And I never wanted to buy into that because I didn't want to believe it. I wanted to believe, no, this is a realm of creation. We're a creation. We're creating by our thought. It's coming into form what we're thinking. There's not some other energy that's trying to keep us stuck and you know believe whatever you want to believe what I have come to know is that there is a magnetism for both the light and the dark and wherever you are is going to be what pulls you in so that book explained to me that experience of the devil and what it really does and how it's infiltrated and it matched everything that I had seen yeah I remember that you were like, you read that book literally in two days. I know. And then I still would continue to read it to try to d- dissect yeah. each chapter. Because you could read a thousand books and not retain it. It's only 5% it's of your true. consciousness. Like you have to read slow and and let it absorb and then practice. That's why I read, read it like, like a textbook. chapter by chapter and practice what I just learned so that it becomes full yeah. integration. Because yeah. that's why we have practical and theory in college. Yeah. You know, it's like you have to learn the theory and then you have your practical. So yeah. anyways, I'm like, mm-hmm. so that helped me through my experience. And, and it also helped me to understand Kaylee's experience, too, when she was dealing with anxiety, because when we first moved here, which I know this is the reason that we were moved to this city mm-hmm. that we're yeah. in. We wanted to live back closer to the beach because before we lived out in Wonderland. <laughs> so we were like, it's you true. know, it's time to come back from the forest and integrate back into humanity. <laughs> so we wanted to live yeah. close to the beach. So we have a place that's literally blocks away from the beach. It's such a beautiful town. And yet when they say the freaks come out at night, it's real. Like it's such a party town where we live and which is fun. This is and the yet, one because it's five, 10 minutes away from where I grew up. Yeah. And this is the one town I would always come to. I'm like, oh, I will never, ever. It's beautiful live during here. the day, but when it gets dark, yeah. it's Shops, definitely partying, going out. Yes, amazing. It's, it's a my party favorite town. place. I go out here all the time. Well, I don't yeah. really go out all the time anymore. But when I, during the summer, trust yeah. me, I'm outside. And I would come out here so fun it's amazing it's the best time ever however to live here and yeah. be surrounded by every person who comes in and out of this place oh my god you feel like you're going crazy sometimes. yeah that's why you have to shield yourself and you know we live in a very beautiful protected bubble it still is you still are in this space and i know it was for the learning because oh it my god. all happened even before like, all of that though the like the process time. of moving in here yeah, was, was a fever dream well, then after that, after we moved in here, shortly after we moved in here, it was crazy because I was on the balcony talking to my dad and my ex was struggling with addictions. And I had told my dad, I feel like I'm going to walk in on his dead body one day. And literally that warning. fucking happened well, like yeah, a he few months dead, after that. But he was hardly. Well, I. Yeah, he was green and like he was purple. He was hard. Yeah, I stopped breathing. Yeah, his was heart bad. wasn't going like he was. Yeah, he that day in sent death. me into, uh, I think I had a psychotic break. Yeah, that so day, when that, I saw that it. was all happening, and yeah, she, we both then that we night, walked in on it and I had to do CPR. And it just, it was a lot. It was crazy. We didn't get into it. It was just a really intense day. There was a butterfly that led us to the door. It was just yeah, hovering and then it was around just me. Around I saw my time. dad's, like a silhouette, a transparent him yeah as if he was 27 28 tripping out screaming like no that she found me they couldn't like why like, did they the, find I, me this can't happen yeah, this can't be happening when yeah. he woke up in the ambulance that's exactly what he was saying yeah um 
We so, saved him anyway. And then so that, that night, good. I got hit by a drunk driver. My car was totaled. Yeah, and and the it crazy thing about that though is that day. she had this crazy light swoop past her head, oh, move okay, her yeah. out of the way. So I well before that, so I'm at the turning light in the crazy party town, by the way, going left to go pick up my dad. At, <coughs> hello, excuse me, to go pick up my dad because he went in and out, and I'm like, you know what? I'll go do that for him. We've had a crazy day. So I'm going and I hear in my like as if it was an automated voice, drunk driver. And I was like, what? And I turn, I start going, going, going. This car comes hauling ass out of a one way, the opposite side of a one way, hits me. And as I am flipped to the right, I see this huge angel silhouette. I see this bright light. I'm pretty much only in light. And it's crazy because this was a four lane road, two lanes on each side. No, usually it's full of traffic, full of people. There was nobody behind me or coming the opposite way. So when this car hit me, I was fine or else I, if it wasn't, it would have been, you know, it would have been a, it would have been a time for sure. But I saw an angel and I was, when I was hit to the side, it moved her. It moved me out of the way of the airbag. The airbag came. And if, because of where they came on the one way, like the one way was going this way, they were coming this way Mm -hmm. and I was going straight. And so if they would have gone the one way, they would have hit me on the driver's side and I would have been hit. By yeah, the so it wasn't like it all, meant to be that way. Yeah, though. it was just crazy. And then that was meant to teach them a lesson. I know it. For sure, because they were drunk driving. Yeah, and, and they were young, And the too. cops let him off. It was really, it was cool. Yeah, but, I but also, you could like, tell he was get, so remorseful. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I was so in shock that whole day. I was pretty yeah, much just it a was zombie. Crazy. And so... <laughs> we were going through a lot like, at that I'm point. I'm so sorry. And I was like, this isn't the craziest thing that's happened to like me Like everything, 2020 was crazy for everyone. It, it's literally the dark night of the soul for humanity yeah, from that point forward. not only were we forward. all collectively going through a pandemic, couldn't do anything, couldn't yeah, really go out Yeah, we didn't know if we were even going to live as a species. But we were also having trauma on trauma on yeah, trauma. Like it, what, it, it seriously was, it was, was the craziest, the most painful year of my life. And I thought I would never have... I didn't think my previous years could top, like anything could top that. Oh, it did. Yeah, that was, that was definitely, I wouldn't say that that was like the craziest things that have happened to me because I've been dealing with things like that my, you know, from the beginning of time just till like recently, obviously. So it was very challenging. And yet at the same time, I think you become desensitized when you've experienced so much trauma. It's just like, oh. You know, like this is just kind of like how life was. Also, this is another thing that I realized during that time because her brother told me about a story. It was right when he got his license and he was driving with all his friends and the radio up so loud. And obviously he was speeding and he almost got in an accident. But he said that an angel saved him and we didn't even tell him any of these stories either that it came it he said it came and it made it so his car just went through the side of the other car and as crazy as it sounds I know that it's real because I always call the angels to protect my children Archangel Michael is with them all the time. My mom is with them all the time. You know, no matter what happens in your life, if you are surrounding yourself with the angelic realm and calling on them to assist you, they will assist you. They're not going to take your problems away from you because you're creating them and you're experiencing them. Either it was a plan before you even came to this reality or you're doing it now. And they will help you to heal that and move away from that and not experience those things anymore so you know even from the beginning where there is no vision the people perish if we didn't have a vision for our life and where we were going i don't know that we even would have made it out of all of that 
Yeah, the angels definitely are always around. And I feel like, too, with my dad and, and everything, too, as being a child to someone who, you know, when your parent can't parent in the way that you want them to or feel like you deserve or wish that they would show up, sometimes their absence is better for you, even if it doesn't feel like it especially knowing what happened with my dad and where it ended up. And we're good now because of everything that happened. Yeah. But during the time, I always kind of felt guilty for not wanting any relationship or not wanting anything to do with him and having a lot of pain surrounding him and a lot of anger um, or just like reject. I just rejected him very strongly. And I always under the surface felt kind of bad for that. But I knew that I needed to feel that way in order to stay away from him because Mm -hmm. I like to see... People at, at that period of my life, people could do whatever and I would forgive them and then they would just like keep a per- perpetual cycle going. What I'm trying to say is sometimes we don't understand why things are happening the way they are. But if someone's incapable of showing up for you in the way that you deserve, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do yeah, with them. exactly. And it's just important that you work through the pain of feeling their absence rather than wondering why they couldn't have showed up or wondering why they couldn't have been who you needed them to be because... It, it as difficult as it is sometimes it's better to not have them around it is than yeah to have especially them when they're going through such intense things and you doing using whatever mechanisms to cope in their yeah. own life you know yeah. they're they're definitely a burden which mm-hmm. is the reason that I took you guys away from that situation no, I know. because it was just too toxic well, and yeah I wanted out I was begging <clears throat> out for years after you guys divorced I was like I cannot do this I do not want to do this because I just knew like it was only going to get worse yeah it does get worse before it gets better that's one of the things I think that's why a lot of people stay in toxic relationships especially when there's kids involved because it is scary to just say you know hail to the wind I'm jumping off the cliff see ya especially yeah. when you've been there long enough and you're not just that like simple no either. it's not because they like, don't let go easily you have a foundation built mm-hmm. and I didn't even realize that I was always upset at my mom for being, you know, for choosing a man who would abuse her and not leaving the situation until I had to experience it myself and feel what she felt Mm -hmm. to know that sometimes they just don't have a choice, you know? The crazy thing about that whole scenario is I just forgot about, I forgot about, I just remembered this. I started a three-day love challenge in my group. When? That very moment we got the call from your grandma to go check on your dad. Oh my God. I had just started day one of a love challenge. So the love challenge was for three days, you cannot think anything but love. And, and, and you have to only think loving thoughts about everything you look at, no matter what. And like, Day one is easy. Day two is is not because what ends up happening is you're able to see the way your brain normally functions and normally thinks. And it's very we don't realize it, but it's very limiting and very on the opposite end of love. And love is that energy to bring into fruition whatever you want to experience in life. If you can tap into love and just feel that love, literally things that you've been wanting to manifest for fucking years just will like show up. I know. So I knew that. And that was the second <laughs> time that I'd started that love challenge. Yeah, that's crazy. The first time I started a love challenge, my cousin fell off the cliff and oh died. Oh my God. And I, I couldn't be sad about it. Because I was in this love, I was challenged. I had challenged. I had watched this Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary, and he was like, "If you want to be successful, you have to have a one-track mind. No matter what happens in your life, you cannot think of anything but 
what your what the prize and at that time I was like I have to get out of this hole that I'm in it's do or die yeah this or die literally yeah and then this time it was I'm gonna do this for other people because I knew how much it helped me and also to challenge myself and literally five minutes after we started day one I was on the live She's on the phone with her grandma, and I, we get off, and we have to go. And I just knew we had to like go check on him because dude, she, I knew too. I just knew because I was we like, set, we had that vision too. Dude. Two months before it, we're like, um, and then you told Papa, about yeah. It. But we were talking about it too. I was yeah. like, this doesn't feel good. Like it was like a ticking time bomb. Yeah, it really like, was. Oh, I, I know, something. and it's crazy because we moved blocks away from him, so we were the closest, which is why we got the and call. The That's why it was a point me, for us to if move. If we would have been five minutes later, he would have been dead. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, when we first got there, we couldn't find parking because it's like such a beach town. There's no parking. It was in the middle of the day, and so I told Kayla, I was like, I'm just gonna go, and she's like, No, you're not. We're doing this together. And so I know was I driving? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, I was like this love challenge and then the butterfly came and was frolicking oh, all around us. Leading us a monarch to the front too. door. It's just Yeah, like, and then was on, like planted itself on the oxygen tank the whole time even while they're pushing me. him away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, I can only think love. Like he's going like, to he's going to live. It's happening right now. He's going to live. Everything's fine. I know. And then he texts me, "Hey, I know. I got a text from him 20 minutes later. Hey, I was like, am I in a fucking dream right now? I'm like, wait a minute. What happened? There's no way. Yeah, so that, that was crazy. But it also hey. ended up being so crazy that I started that love challenge and had to only think loving thoughts. I think that's why I made it through that and didn't have trauma from it. That's good for you. Because I was thinking Me, love, I was love, like, love. I literally, it felt like I was on an ayahuasca trip for the next week mm-hmm. straight. Yeah. It was the most intense it was so crazy you guys literally there was so much road construction down there and every single road construction sign said orion if you know anything about outside um, of his front door there is a sign negative entities in this reality trying to take control yeah i know but i'm just saying you know what orion is so it was just so crazy it was a sick joke i know i was like this is actually funny not funny but then we realized later, like fast forward two years after we went through our dark night and then we come back out and we're like, oh, OK, you know, transmuting the shadow. We know what it is. Now we're going to stand more in the light because it gives us an opportunity to choose the light only. <sighs> we start seeing all the construction signs say palm and we love palm trees. Palm is like <laughs> the, our favorite all around us. We have palm trees. So I'm like, Shut look at it change. And we love palm trees. Yeah. <laughs> We're like on a new timeline now because we made it through all that. So no matter what you're going through in life, whether it's something else trying to interfere and the the bigger mission you have in life, that's yeah. just what happens. And so if you have anxiety, if you have panic attacks in the moment, I know it feels like it's never going to end. You're literally saying anything to end it. Like yeah. I will give up whatever. Like, please help me feel better. I promise you it does end. I yeah. haven't had a panic attack in years. And well, she also then. started doing so much more light work. Yeah. Healing a lot. Doing and a you, lot of you were like your healing. gifts are fucking Kicking on off. point. Yeah. I just started too. doing what I knew I was supposed to yeah, do. And that's you almost it. have to go through It was that. when I wasn't doing what I wanted to do because I wasn't seeing the reward that I expected. And when I stopped doing what I want, like, I had to tune back yeah, into doing it because exactly. I loved it rather That's than for something for and me then too. boom, everything that I wanted came in. Yep. 
Because it's easy to get off track. Obviously, you have a lot to learn always. I mean, I'm only 25 now. That all happened when I was 22. Yeah. 20. Yeah. yeah. So it's easy to it's easy to get stuck in the time chasing the carrot. You know, it's easy to get stuck in the yeah. in the survival energy of it and forget why you're doing it. So mm-hmm. that was the biggest message for me through this whole thing is remember why you're doing it. Yeah. You know, and your messages, you guys sharing with us and telling us how much you love our podcast because, yeah. you know, we're talking to you, we're with you. Before we even do this, we say a prayer of connection. So we're yeah. all doing this together in the world and, you know, using each other for strength and standing and relying on each other. So, you know, your your comments and your likes and your shares and your stories, everything, it really does help us to keep going and keep doing the things that we're doing in life Mm -hmm. and so you know i i thank all of you too even for being on this journey because it's destined you know we are all part of the same soul soul group yeah you know we came here to do this at this time it's why we're going through this this is such a pivotal time of awakening like look around you we can actually have these conversations without being burned you know like we've come so far everyone so we should be on the back we told them we're gonna come back you can't get rid of us that easy period So we're here having these conversations, helping each other, healing each other openly, and we're able to do it and make money doing it if we want Mm -hmm. to. So we are in such a beautiful time, even though it looks like we're in a crazy time of darkness. There's so much light and the polarity is loud, but there are so many sentient beings that are with you, that are helping you, that you knew before you even incarnated into this life. So. Just the fastest way to move through a challenge is how is this serving me? What am I meant to learn from mm-hmm. this? And, and sometimes and you're meant to learn the sovereignty and the strength through going through yeah, it and resilience. coming out. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Use and your like, oracle you know cards. What? They'll tell you what you're meant to learn. Meditate. That's literally yeah. number one thing. Quiet your fucking mind yeah. and listen to God. It kind of reminds me, like even in Muay Thai, when we used to do Muay Thai mm-hmm. when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, when it would be really difficult and I knew I only had four more sets or four more yeah. rounds or whatever, I'd be like, if I finish this, the guy that I'm in love with loves me back. Yeah. Like I would just like give myself <laughs> like a reward at the end, you yeah, know? Yeah, kind of like the flower. Yeah. He loves me. Like he I'm going to meet Justin not, Bieber if I do this. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's like motivation. Yeah. And that's what I do for everything. I'm like, you know what? If I can get past this, I'm going to have a better buzz at the end yeah. of the day or whatever. Big yeah. or small. Yes. And then it comes because I'm like, you know what? I did this for this. Mm-hmm. And also knowing when you do have a vision, when you do have a dream, when you do make your vision board, it doesn't mean that everything's just going to magically manifest into your reality. Some things will. And yet the bigger it is, you're going to have to go through a revolutionary period to be able to handle that to the capacity that you want to be able to handle it. So just know that your challenges are serving you for that. Remember that. Like that's what your reward is. Kind of like what I was just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what it's bringing you to. Mm -hmm. It's not for nothing, but it is to get you where you need to be to align with that life. Because if you yep. align with that life already, you would have had it. Exactly. And the the point is to go through the journey of becoming That's why some it. things are easier and other things yes. are not. Because like sometimes you're aligned with exactly. that level. And then if you're you already higher, it. Yeah. yeah. And that's why we come here to reach our fullest potential. Mm-hmm. So just know when life you have a, a vision. <laughs> I always hear songs. <laughs> yeah, me head. too. So do I. When you have a vision and you're going through challenges, that's what it's for. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get out of your challenges, 
create a new vision for your life. Mm -hmm. Make a vision board. Start thinking about how you want to live. Give the universe something for you to look forward to because I'm going to let you in on a little secret. When you have a vision or a dream for your life, you're actually receiving that because it's already created Mm -hmm. for you. It's just a matter of you aligning Mm -hmm. with it. It's already something that you you want you're receiving the whole picture of it yeah it is already uh tangible you yep. just have to align with it so mm-hmm. make sure you have a vision and mm-hmm. everything will be worth it yeah mm-hmm. yep and also do random acts of kindness because that gets you yeah. out of stuckness faster than anything yeah. really love does yeah and love. yet that, you know that's kindness oh, that's love that's, that's even like sometimes when you're going through certain anxieties or things and, and you're used to doing everything on your own and being your own savior and you weren't really nurtured or coddled in the way that you might have needed as a little child, you know, like if you had a parent that was like, let them cry it out, let them just mm-hmm. deal with it. Having the anxiety, it kind of makes you, I feel like, tune in to have a different level of compassion for yourself mm-hmm. and allow in a voice of love to come in and for kind yourself. of be there. Yeah, yeah. And say, it's okay to yeah, feel this way. And even yourself. when you cry at all, it's like, you're going to make it through. You just let this out. Yeah. Like have a parenting voice in your head. It could turn on like a unconditionally loving parenting voice in your head. Isn't that interesting? Because we have two parts of ourselves, right? And when you're in those states of panic or states of crying or whatever it is, you're actually reverting to those those parts of you in childhood that needed that. Mm-hmm. So your higher self is literally coming through and talking to you and loving you yeah. and nurturing you through it. So it, it, it's a cathartic healing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that was a lot. Oh, that was... <laughs> It was good. We hope that you receive whatever you're meant to receive from this and that it helps you on your path, on your journey of life. And if you'd like to join us in Hawaii and heal this and activate your psychic gifts and come into unity with Sacred Sisterhood, we are hosting our annual Hawaiian Goddess Vortex Retreat. So You have to go. I know you do. It's just... It is the most beautiful experience. It really is. And, and it makes, it gives you clarity. You have visions and you have your guides that stay with you. And it's and Hawaii. It's Hawaii, I it's know. It's so funny because when I was little, the <clears> one place I always wanted to go and I felt so drawn to was Hawaii. Yeah, me too. And I like dreamed of the day I would go and yep. dreamed of the day I would go. And I never would have thought that we would be like doing retreats there and going there so many times. But I yeah, that's the one place like I home. always wanted to go and dreamed of. And it's the big island, so... <clears throat> it's like, you know, there it's not heavily populated. There's still so much of the island it that's the not island commercial. Vibe. Like it's just so beautiful and you're just there you with are nature. One with nature, with yeah. the goddess, with the goddess. I just that's love it. what it is, it, Mother Nature. Gaia. She's and she, literally there. And then you'll learn too there. She has your back. She does. There's gonna be some crazy things. But then she's like, Nope. Yeah, and I she have helps your back. you through it and heals you and you get a vision for your life that's crazy because then it starts manifesting. I know. Yeah, Even when fun. you're there, things start rolling oh, in. 100%. It's wild. Yeah, every, to everyone. So mm-hmm. Hawaiian Goddess Vortex Retreat. You can go to hawaiiangoddessretreat.com to mm-hmm. learn more about that. And we have our sacred visions. So if you love our necklaces and you want your personally charged pendants, you can go to sacredvisions.com and see what we have there as well. Mm-hmm. And as always, we love you all so much and we hope that love you enjoy you. this podcast. And until next time, bye. Bye.